Fly on the Wall podcast is the only podcast I listen to. And if you know a good thing, it'll be the only one that you bloody listen to as well. So get onto it. Fly on the Wall podcast. Go and do yourself a favour and listen right now. the first one like <laughs> nah, this is, uh, what is it Rob Zombie oh it is actually Rob Zombie yeah past present future ah because yeah. it sounds a little bit like original white zombie I suppose it is though isn't it Oh, maybe it one is. of his. Yeah, it's like from those days. Yeah, from his collection. I think there's too much time spent on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're listening to a bit of Rob Zombie at Luke's house tonight. Um, yeah, there's Lego and shit everywhere because of the bloody kids. Probably no. more of the shit. It's actually, she's done well. That looks good. Little Lego town. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, do you want to like what I thought is you could hold this, mm-hmm. intro- do all the introductions, okay. and pretend you're rolling up. And I'll be like the, the McDonald's chick. Oh, okay. Get, all right. Getting you a coffee. I'm, I'm all right with beer. But, uh, all right. Tell them what we're doing, eh? Okay, hi. Uh, this is Steve Buscemi and uh, Steve Urkel. And <laughs> Buscemi. Buscemi. And uh, you're listening to the Fly on the Wall podcast on this lovely episode 39, I think we are. And it's a beautiful evening. We've got some rain, which is hopefully washing away the smoke. I am currently at Luke's palatial abode. <laughs> but I'm about to uh, pick up a couple of hot drinks at the drive through So let's see how good the service is here today. Uh, so we're just waiting in line. Hello, how can I help you? Oh, g'day. Um, I was just wondering, do you do mochaccinos here? Um... I can do, actually. Uh, usually it's just standard coffee, but yeah. I can do my... Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, don't have to go on about it. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to be better okay. than the one we go to. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can rustle up anything you want. You just name it and I'll do it. Okay, two two standard mochaccinos, please. Sta- I'm, well, okay. Are you with anyone tonight? Because... Yeah, I'm getting one for my, my hairy mate. Right. He, I think he mentioned before that he was okay with beer. He did. He did, but he, I thought I'd just get... I don't get... think he wants a mochaccino. Maybe I'll go with a cold drink. Uh, cold drink? Yeah, why not, eh? Really? Yeah. Why don't we start fucking boiling the kettle? That's right. <laughs> That's not really much of an attitude from a drive-thru <laughs> stuff, is it? No. The, the language is appalling. So you don't want coffee? You no, want I want a cold drink. Yeah, oh. thanks. Thanks. All right, mate. Oh, thanks very much. Can you tell them who we are? Podcast yeah, I said... Yeah, find the job, Yeah, I have. <laughs> Gee, he's, a, he's a bossy bloody drive-thru staff, isn't he? I'm not sure they should You're keep. In my house now, mate. I'm not sure Get they should rules. keep you. Have you got a service manager I could speak to? Yeah, I just get it. Hang on. Okay. Right. We'll just we'll sort this out. Samson. Samson. Yeah, dude wants to speak to you. I don't know. This this place has got a bit of an attitude. Hello. What seems to be the problem? Uh, hi, Samson. Was it? Yeah. What of it? Uh, nothing of it. Um, I just got to say. Uh, look, as much as what we use this one all the time, this drive-through, um, 
I'm getting quite a bit of an attitude from both. Do you feel stuff. it's something you've put out into the universe, sir? <laughs> 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 straight into it. Um, look, I'm sorry to have troubled you, quite frankly. Have a great night. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so I'll turn the kettle off, eh? Yeah, maybe the music too, because we can't hear anything. Mate, there are people in Belarus who have no idea what's going on right now. There's, I don't know, there's people in Finland who are going... There's acid rain in the air. If you're in fucking Belarus, email us. The Fly on the Wall Podcast 11 at Gmail and tell us who the fuck you are. Is, I don't know. Samson just jumped in the car and made these outlandish statements about Belarus. I do apologise. Well, you know. So. Oh, yeah. Just making sure we got it up the right way around. What, <laughs> don't you think I'm capable of holding a phone? Yeah, but, yeah. Often when you hold it, you can't hear the other person talking as well. So I'm just making sure that you, you know, directional, directional. Um, There's no faith. There's no like faith any anymore. Or licorice or cake. Licorice is always good licorice. if you've got licorice. Yeah. Wow, actually, my whole opinion of this drive-through has done a quick turnaround. Oh yeah, like I said, they've got everything and everything you want. Right. Even the things you don't. Even the things you do. Oh. The original licorice twists. <laughs> now, um, thanks, Samson. Yeah, episode 39, Jesus. So we've got ethical questions, but I feel uh, it should be the last of the ethical questions. And as of next week, 40, uh, episode 40, we'll just do questions. <laughs> no worries. Something outlandish like that. Um, <laughs> also, next week, we've got a, a new segment called News of the Weird. Um, and we'll also have our new... Saga. I was going to say post-apocalyptic saga. We have a new saga. Would you like to introduce what it's going to be? One. Okay. Several votes. Could so. I? Well, I'll be. I'll be honest here. Uh, I would love to say we had, you know, oh, between fifty and hundred votes. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. We had three. Did anyone vote different? Yeah. Were there, oh, okay, okay. There were two. <laughs> two for what? For the winning one. Okay, and just, one... just remind them, just remind the viewers at home what the options were as far as... The now, story. I didn't actually put the uh, the Ray Gallagher one up because it would only do four. Oh, oh, okay, fair enough. I'm yeah. sure it would have got all the votes if I just put Ray Gallagher. You, tell, tell the good So people. we had post-apocalyptic uh, saga part two. Yeah, Black Ice. Black Ice, yes. yes remember? Indeed. You seem a bit aggressive tonight. I'm very aggressive tonight. <laughs> uh, there just was... feels a bit out of sorts because they're in my house. It's fine, mate. We're no, not out yeah, of sauce. Okay. There's plenty of sauce. You said we, we, you had everything yeah, no, and anything we needed. Look at this. I just want to. I just like to confirm, there is in fact plenty of sauce. Barbecue sauce. Yep, yeah, we're not out of sauce. Tomato sauce, <laughs> soy sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. How eh? do you say it? Worcestershire. I think Americans might say Worcestershire. It is from England, so I reckon you are an authority. Yeah, what's the place in America that sounds like Worcestershire? I don't know. It's like. It's like New York or Brooklyn or Worcestershire. something. Worcestershire? Is that where you mean? Worcesters or something? I don't know. Yeah. We've got, I reckon we we've give got it up. White wine vinegar. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, we've got everything you need. Everything. I'm telling you. So there's no out of sorts. No. <laughs> no out of sauce. Um, so, yeah, black ice. Okay, so there's that. There was uh, an asylum uh, horror thriller mystery. Mm. Um, and help me out here. <laughs> um, there was... Lost Soul. Ah, yes, that's right. There was the sci-fi horror uh, thriller, I suppose we call it, uh, called The Lost Soul as well. I said three. No, I said four, didn't I? Yeah, you said it wouldn't allow you to do any more than four, but I've only counted three so far. Really? 
Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so I've said post-apocalyptic <laughs> part two, the asylum, the lost soul, lost soul, and then there's the Ray Gallagher. Story. There was Ray Geller, Gallagher. Gallagher. There was something said. else. There was something else. Is it? We're not very reliable, are we? Are you sure? I'm sure there was something else. There were five, weren't there in total? No. I'd have to have a look. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, let's not worry about it. The votes are in. With a whole two votes in favour of the asylum. Cool. So that is the one that we will be that. doing. Yeah, and I, I reckon be... we might trial the uh, intro music tonight as a little teaser. What do you want me to play it now? So yeah, this, we've got the long version of it, and then, you know, it only takes about an hour to put this together. Send it to Warren. And he says it's probably a bit long. <laughs> so I'll play the long version now and see what you guys think. One, two, three, four. Somebody knocking on the door. And now, what do you want to know? Why do you seem so scared? All I wanted to do was play with you. Please come and play with me. I'm so lonely. Some spitting up after feedings is to be expected. Even a little vomiting occasionally. Graduation speakers say every spring, our town's pretty average. Two of these boys and girls will spend some part of their lives in a mental institution. My job is to try to keep the people around here healthy. What did I say? So, <laughs> say everything you okay. said. So there's, out of the post-apocalyptic saga part two, Black zero, dice. zero percent. Yeah, zero percent, zero votes. Gritty sci-fi horror called The Lost Soul, thirty-three yeah. percent. That's pretty good, that's pretty good. Sword and sorcery tale. Yeah. Hit tech, zero oh, that's percent. That's a shame. It is a shame, but you know what? They'll, they'll come back cool. with yeah, a vengeance. Yeah. The Asylum, a mystery. Yep. Sixty-seven percent. Yeah, that's it, that's it, yep. That's the one then. Okay. Thank you for those who voted. <laughs> Thank you to um, those who voted. Was that like my mum, your dad, I reckon, uh, and your brother? <laughs> Maddie, Maddie the Hard, I reckon, voted twice. <laughs> who? Oh, no, hang on. Is that the one? Who? From Star Wars Sessions? Oh, Maddie Hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I reckon he voted twice. Oh, thanks, Maddie Hard. Yeah, he's a good bloke. <laughs> I yeah. could be wrong. He may have convinced his brother to vote as well. Oh, there you go, see? <laughs> Should we, we um, depart to the lounge one? Warren's just currently drinking. From the blood of his recent victim. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> now we're sitting down. I feel better. Because standing up and facing you while we're doing the podcast you know, driving, you know? did make me feel aggressive. I'm driving. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're very <laughs> <That's> confrontational. <better>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how you going, mate? <laughs> yeah, good, mate. Yeah, good. good. Yeah. Um, oh. Where am I? Oh, yeah. So um, a small observation I came across today, actually. Observation? Observation. Yeah, right. slightly different. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's more with your ears. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an observation, <laughs> but with your ears. Um, have you noticed how people say hello and goodbye, and sometimes yeah. they like to sing it? Hello. Bye. Hello. <laughs> yeah, like, hi. 
Hey. I actually... Um... See ya. <laughs> like, it's always like that. And why not just... Goodbye. Because they want to leave you Goodbye. With... Hello. They want to leave you with a nice feeling. Yeah, just... I, I was Do you know what about... I always think of when you, when it is sung? Yeah. I always think of Blackadder Goes Forth and Bob is singing... Goodbye, goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby dear, wipe the tear from your eye. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Yeah, but I was leaving a client's house today and she was like, bye. <laughs> Quite as long, but yeah, I like, think that's quite. It slight. suddenly occurred to my ears that yeah, uh, people do sing Not the whole. Brain. But imagine if they sang other parts of the conversation. Yeah. If I was like, "G'day, here going, hi, what are you here to do today?" <laughs> <laughs> See, I I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, it might catch me out. No, the I first don't have a problem with it. A couple of times, I'm concerned that my balls might be hanging out in my shorts though. I'll let you know. Yeah, if sorry. there's any problems, yeah. or will I? Yeah, I well, just appreciate them in quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Go actually, they're all right. Just aren't watch they? them as from afar. As, as far as nutsacks go, that's not bad. He's still shaving. It's good to see it. Forty-one years old. He still takes the time to they shave are a his balls. Of well-maintained walnuts. Uh, sorry, you were saying you like know. people to sing. Uh, it wouldn't bother me. I think yeah. if I was in a a bit of a bad mood, yeah, maybe the initial moment would be what the what the yeah, you know, like uh, especially if it was a patronising hi, <laughs> like and raising her eyebrows like where have you been for the last two hours? <laughs> I was at the hardware store. <laughs> well, that's different, I suppose, because there's a context. Yeah, if there's no context and they're just giving a, a over happy vibes. Yeah. Hey, I've got no problem with that. Do you think it's it would be enough? Like if you were in a bit of a mood for whatever reason. Yeah. Not something really dark. Just you're having a shitty day, and then someone was singing hello to you yeah. and then quite bubbly yeah. would that lift your spirit or would you be like just shut the fuck up it, I reckon uh, I reckon I'd either be politely dry yeah or there might be a slight irony in my reply and I would sing it back oh okay yeah yeah, yeah I can see you doing I'm that I'm great how are you <laughs> <laughs> but would then <laughs> would then that make you feel a little bit more lifted a little yes. bit more happier I think, I about think the would. world yeah, yeah. okay That's but if they took umbrage yeah. at the sarcasm in that reply yeah. and then it, it escalated from there yeah then it's it's anyone's, it's anyone's guess <laughs> it's going to kick off I'm just having a fight <laughs> <laughs> and the cops got called yeah. by the neighbour let's say and they get down you know they, they've got you sitting down calming down at the van they're like alright now just just walk us through yeah, step us through evening. what's happened. Yeah. Um, like, what, have you had some sort of neighbourly disagreement? Like, yeah. what's going no, on? No, no, nothing like that. No, no. Nothing like that, uh, Okay, all right. Um, uh, have you, what, did someone misunderstand an insult or, or you know, take some no, money no, off nothing, you? Or? Nothing like that. Nothing like right, that at all. Okay. We've no, been no, friends for years. Right, no, no disagreements over the kids? Not a problem or? at all. No, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's always been really great. Okay. Having um, them as a neighbour. Okay, well, look, I, I don't think I'd be... <laughs> I don't think I'd be speaking out of turn here to ask then... Okay, what was the actual what was the moment? I'll tell you exactly what happened, okay. officer. All right. Officer Russell. Yeah, I'll, thanks. I um, basically just went over there. Yeah, right. To see I'm if just... I could borrow something. Okay, hang on. I'll just right. take this down because I'm obviously going to need this. Yep. Yep. All I wanted to do was borrow his whippersnipper. Right. Right. Yep. And he answered the door and said, hi. Right. And I said, hi. <laughs> and it just went, got worse and worse from there. And we ended up thumping the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why Gary's dead on the right. ground there. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. So I'll just put mis- <laughs> misunderstanding. Yeah. <laughs> um, Do you know what? I'm sure it's happened once. I reckon it has. Well, once well, in history. But then there would be a. It wouldn't be the reason of them singing to each no. other. It would be that someone's that was had the a trigger. nervous breakdown or someone's. Yeah. You know, something's happened in their life. If something's happened in your life, call Lifeline, guys, or you can call us on zero four zero seven. Nah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Lifeline or us That's yeah, it See I'm paranoid I've got to keep my legs Honestly, down it's okay All right, I'll put I'm a not cushion. really at an angle Where I can see I'm wearing my Darth Vader Pajama shorts Tonight and Why don't you just go Put on that sarong You showed me earlier Because <laughs> <laughs> my breasts Haven't come in yet Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear oh dear <laughs> Yeah Um should we get into some uh, rainy, stormy dirty. nights uh, <laughs> ethical questions? Yes, no yeah. worries. All right. Ethical questions. Answered by Luke and Warren from the Fly on the Wall podcast. So, <laughs> Warren's playing drums in my face to Rob Zombie music. Um. <laughs> I wish they could see you right now. <laughs> um, so I've got a mouth full of licorice, so why don't you go first with the very last of the ethical questions? Wow. Wow, that's pretty challenging. Mm. Okay. You enjoy that licorice, my yeah, friend? It's nice. Okay. So my ethical question has to do with, uh, like, an inheritance, right? So let's say you had, uh, you're not a grandparent, but like an uncle or an aunt. Yep. That was uh, you weren't particularly close with, so and you might have even only found out about them or realised um, that they were like here because obviously your family came up from overseas and everything in the last few years, and uh, like an uncle or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, you really hadn't had anything to do with them, right? Yeah. Right. So, but you hear that they've actually passed away. Yeah. And so, some <laughs> good, better off without them, you reckon? <laughs> Great. Well, I don't okay. know them. <laughs> so, <laughs> taking up my airspace. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Causing the climate <laughs> control damage. So, um. Cut it out. Sorry, He's not talking dogs, to me. The dogs, the dogs barking at it. Like, Shut up, boy. Playing with my walnuts again. <laughs> Eddie the dog yeah. barks at thunder. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's the other one? Possums <laughs> and fireworks. Are you drunk tonight? No, I'm not actually. I'm just a bit bewildered. Okay. No, I don't know. Anyway, go. Out of, so, out uncle, of source. Uncle Tom is. Um, um, yeah, Uncle died. Tom has passed on. Is he on my mother's side? What, what does that matter? Just in my own mental. Is mind. it better, is it? Well. Okay. Would you be closer in, in your mind to your mother's side? No, not necessarily. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's not overcomplicate it. Okay, so let's say t- Uncle Tom's pa- Uncle Tom's passed on. Right? Um, and you get a call from a lawyer one day. Yep. And he says, uh, hi, uh, mister. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Okay, see you later. Um, and he says, look, actually, uh, Mr. Mr. Tom Berenger yep. has actually left you uh, quite a substantial sum. Wow. A, uh, as an inheritance. Yep. Um, and he's bequeathed straight away, to you. Straight away, I'd be saying, what's substantial? Like, <laughs> That's your first question. Yeah, yeah. Who is this guy? How much is it? <laughs> no, that was no, because that would be the second question. The first question isn't who this guy, who's this guy? It'd be how much? <laughs> Before you decide you're linked with him or yeah. not. Okay, but let, well, you did know of him, but okay. only in yeah. very loose terms, right? Was he estranged from the family? 
Um, I'm guessing there must have been some sort of relationship breakdown at some stage for him to be okay. so distant. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you haven't left, had him. He le- he's left this to me. But he's left this to you, right? So he's bequeathed yeah. you a, a large sum of money and some properties. Yeah. Wow. Right? Um, and he's put as a, as a condition in the will, it's like, okay, Luke can have, you know, this acreage and this rancher, this much money, blah, 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 blah. Or, <coughs> or as we had no relationship together in my life, he can choose to uh, donate it to a charity of his choice uh, and because, you know, we had no connection before. And he sort of leaves you that moral decision. So there's only one or the other? You yeah, can't, you can't like, no. take half, give the other half to charity? No. Okay, yeah. It's one or the Jesus other. Jesus Christ. Because he's sort of saying, he's kind of testing you. That's his last little thing on the world. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to make, make you feel like an asshole forevermore. <laughs> no wonder we didn't speak to him. Um, He's always playing games with Well, people. Uncle Tom, just to uh, just to stamp home his probably his, his true thoughts of me, I'd just take the money. Right. And then, you know, once, like later on down the track, I'd probably donate a little bit. You can't donate the money that he gave. They're going to watch me 24-7. Yeah. He's got yeah. like a security force on me if, 24-7. Yes. <laughs> We're Beringer's clan. Just for... <laughs> For whatever reason, you just can't shift any of it afterwards. Oh, okay, okay. Once it's been uh, taken into your well, name. Oh, that's tricky. But you know what? Charity starts at home. So wow. I look after my family wow, first. Wow, that's pretty Family deep. first, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you just take it? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd go and piss on his grave. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Uncle Tom. <laughs> yeah. Drink it. I want to know why he's just so angry. What have I done? I don't no, even know the angry. guy. He's not angry. I oh, he just wants to he's be... He's trick. like a Scrooge McDuck kind of guy. He yeah. just wants to do one more last... But he wants to thing. see, I guess, from the grave, from beyond the grave, he yeah. wants to see how you will respond to that. Yeah, okay. Because you've got to then carry that, I suppose. That yeah. weight, well, that I'd burden. probably carry it in a couple of bags to the bank, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, yeah, i just take it. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. Yeah, what would you do? I'd take it. Yeah. <laughs> Because then it would be almost like, like especially if we decided that quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll take it. Like yeah. Even when a lawyer's talking to me, he goes, well, no, there's more to it. Like, how much is it? How much is it? Um, it would be one last sort of like, because he'd be expecting it to be some sort of dilemma for yeah. us. But it's not. We're like, yeah, take the money. Yeah. What? It's okay. It's like, oh, cop actually, that, Uncle Tom. I would, uh, the very, like, after putting everything in, in sealed over offshore bank accounts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I would visit his grave. And? I wouldn't piss on it. What would you do to it? Just put some flowers Just laugh. there. <laughs> <laughs> that showed you, Beringer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny you mentioned Beringer. Yeah. Because this afternoon I was watching the making of Platoon. Hey. Oliver Stone movie. Yes. And yeah, obviously Tom Beringer is in it. And um, yeah, he was kind of new to the screen at that stage. He's even, excellent. Even though it? he was like late 30s, early 40s, yeah. I think. But, um, yeah, he was great in that. And then, you know, he did Sniper, and that was good too. And then he sort of just went downhill. Now he's a big, fat, white-haired Santa Claus-looking motherfucker. Have you seen him? Well, he's an elderly gentleman. Yeah, man. well, get off the fucking screen, mate. <laughs> he was in Inception. No, not... Yeah, Inception. Was yeah. he? Yeah, oh, yeah, he was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a forgettable... A forgettable scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> Thanks for right. your time. Excuse me. Right. Luke's final ethical my question. Rice. Um, yeah, final ethical question. Uh, now that you've got a lot of involves money. involves uh, money actually. Oh, okay. <coughs> Coincidentally, okay. You're a gardener, Warren. Am I? All right. Great. Just, this is just a hypothetical. You're a gardener or some sort of tradie, right? Um, you go to service his house um, every month. You're there, yep. and it's quite a it's quite an effluent. Is that what you say? 
effluent. Uh, affluent. Affluent. Yeah. Right. Effluent is, is the opposite. Piss. Yeah. Okay. Running down the drain. Affluent. Yes. Affluent. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's got a, you know, uh, tennis court. Okay. Swimming pool. Yep. Jacuzzi. Everything. The whole shebang. Right. Nice cars in the driveway. But the people that live there, they're not your stereotypical kind of fancy pants people. Okay. You know, they're sort of a bit more like a rough around the edges. Really nice, but rough around the edges. Yep. Um, anyway, you've been going there for months. And it's always just like, g'day, how you going? They're always paying cash. Always. Okay. Right? I go, oh, you want to, you, um, you know, you could say you want to um, transfer. And they go, no, no, I'll just pay cash. Yep. Okay. Cool. Then one day, <clears throat> you're saying goodbye, collecting your money. And they say, mate. Uh, I know it's a bit strange, but just wondering if uh, you could drop a package off for us. You you live over that side of oh, town, yeah. do you? And like, okay. yeah, you're like, yeah, okay. And he's like, do you want to just, you know, can you just drop this package off? I'll give you the address. I'll give you a grand. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what would you do? You don't know what the package... The package is an envelope-sized box. Yep. Um, and yeah, he goes, I'll just give you $1,000 cash. Just drop it off. He goes, just saves me getting couriers and blah, blah, blah. He goes, honestly, just take the money, man. I'd do it. Yeah? Yeah. $1,000 cash. Yeah, well, I haven't asked any questions. No, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. So I won't. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I stay guilt-free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll just say, yeah, okay, no worries. And then uh, you took it to the place, they unwrapped it, and it was a severed penis. Nah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not going to stay around for the unwrapping. Okay, okay. <clears throat> I'll so be you, very quick. You've dropped it off. Yep. And it, yeah. And he says, mate, just leave it at the door, ring the doorbell, walk away. Yeah, that's great. What you do. All right. So you do exactly that. Yeah, easy money. Next time you're there, he goes, <laughs> yeah. oh, you went well. I've got another package Ooh, for you okay, if you don't right. mind doing that. Right. He goes, even if you want to come by fortnightly, it'll be the same size Is package. Is he posting himself to the other side of town? <laughs> like, <laughs> bit by bit. Yeah. So, seven Peters. <laughs> He's got no, bad he ears. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, another $1,000. <laughs> Yeah, and just every, he goes, even if you want to come by every fortnight, I'll give you a package. Um, same address, take the same address, that's all right. you need to do. Just saves me driving over there, hassle of it, you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Saves me having to pay for a courier. And you're okay. like, courier's going to cost you 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, would you keep doing it? No, I'd uh, I'd subcontract another person to do it for oh, me. okay, yeah, So I'd yeah. take the 1000 bucks. Yeah. And then I'd pay someone pay me. $60. Luke, you go? Do you want 60 bucks? <laughs> do you want an easy 60, 60 bucks? <laughs> I do, yeah, okay. I'll buy... No worries. I tell you what, I'll round it up to 100. Get yourself cost some... me 110, but that's fine, mate. Get yourself some lunch on the way. <laughs> but I would yeah. make the exchange so quick that I barely have anything to do with it. So you'd, you'd do it, yeah. and then you'd turn it into a little business? Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah, that's a pretty good answer. Yeah. Um, yeah. What would yeah, you do? I would definitely do it. Yeah. And then, but would, like you, you said, would you do it by hand, though, like every time? Yeah, I'll same be. house. I'm not sharing my thousand dollars of anyone. Right. Ask Tom. Ask Uncle Tom what I'm like when it comes <laughs> yeah, to money. True. Um, he nah, took the three I... million I left. Then he took thousand. One because I wouldn't want to get anyone involved. Right. Two, I just think, well, the money's mine, and that's it. Um, but yeah, and like you said, I just wouldn't ask any questions. Just do the job, and then if it does turn out to be something like drugs or a seven, yeah, hey, man, I didn't know. And mate, I'm just the mule. I'm just delivering from this point to this point. Speaking of which, have you seen the mule? No. With uh, Clint Eastman? No. It's really boring. Yeah. I, but it's kind of mildly interesting. <laughs> right. So I wouldn't recommend it's it. It's really boring. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's it. Well, you know how people there. like... Uh, this is only because it's a Clint Eastwood film. People are really big fans of Gran Torino. Yeah, I love that movie. Whereas I actually... Oh, I know you're going to say. Harry same. Brown yeah. is a similar kind of... Uh, not not a similar story, but it's got a lot of similarities. Yeah, old dude, yeah. getting yeah. revenge, sort getting of thing. some revenge yeah. on a, a criminal element yeah. in his neighbourhood. 
I found Michael that Caine. a lot more compelling. Yeah, me too. Whereas Gran Torino for me was a little bit, maybe by the sounds of it, the mule was a little bit more pedestrian in pace. The mule was, yeah, it was slow. Not, I, not octogenarian. No, no. But just I liked, pedestrian. Um, <laughs> I liked Gran Torino a lot. Yeah. Um, but then I saw Harry Brown and yeah. went, oh, wow, yeah, this is a lot I think that's here. how it worked for me as well. I think yeah. I saw the other one first and then Harry Brown. Yeah. And I liked it a lot more. I like, I mean, obviously, I like a whole chunk of American movies and stuff like that, but I do find the English de- deliver it in a, in, a, in a colder, bleaker, yep. maybe because of their weather. You know, you know where um, they filmed it, though, don't you? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas America's always got that slight polish to it. It's a slightly sort of yeah. good-looking... Well, what I'm saying is they filmed Harry Brown in an old... Yeah, uh, estate. Yeah, housing estate. I'd yeah. say estate. Estate. You say estate. Estate. <laughs> Tell um, us what you think on Twitter <laughs> at Fly on the Wall PO1 or the Fly on the Wall Podcast 11 at gmail.com. Or on the Instagram, Fly on the Wall Podcast with an underscore between each of those words. You can DM us anything you like. Um, so that's uh, estate or estate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, I just wanted to say a big thank you to Mark Morin, a long-term, long-time listener, um, only one-time caller <laughs> yeah. uh, so far. That's okay. Yeah, it was um, a good chat, though. He, shouted, he sent us a happy birthday email uh, to both of us, so uh, thank you, Mark. Thanks, we really Mark. appreciate that. And, Thanks, yeah, and for all the other millions of fans out there, uh, thank you as well. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm going to be sending – this is going to ruin the surprise, Mark, if you're listening, but I'm going to be sending him a T-shirt, Fine Wall Podcast T-shirt. Oh, I've got lovely. A few got a few hey, excellent. Yeah. Um, Congratulations, Mark. You're the proud owner yeah, of Fine Wall right. T-shirt. Yeah, just send 40 bucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no questions. Just a 1000 bucks. no questions. An right? envelope-sized box uh, with your severed penis in there as well. And uh, no, if I turn up delivering it by hand, you'll know what the arrangement's been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Straight into exorcisms, Warren. Okay. Yeah. So it's a natural flow. It is. I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Do you think exorcisms are a real thing, for one? Um, and if so, uh, if, you know, this is an ethical question, but would you go down that path if you felt someone you knew was possessed? <clears throat> uh, yes. Yeah? You think they're real? Yeah, I don't really have a, an explanation for it. Okay. Other yeah. than, obviously, I was brought up in a religious yeah, uh, okay. household. Yeah. And I believe in the spiritual world. Um, so I do believe that when people are very spiritual, I don't, th- I don't think you're really susceptible to it when you're not spiritual. Okay. I think if you're a very spiritual person, you are open to those influences. Yeah, okay. You know, with how much you, uh, belief you invest in it. So on the positive and the negative. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so you can get, you can gain so much positive from your belief and your faith. Yeah. But I do believe that it also opens you up to uh, negative or or darker forces. Yeah. Um, I know that sounds a little bit, I don't Dark. know, dramatic. <laughs> well, you know, dramatic or like a movie or something. But, yeah, yeah I, I do believe that some people get uh, possessed by yeah, so some you, sort of dark entity. Do you actually think it's just a normal person, and then suddenly they're like they might they might be reading a lot of uh, you know um, religious material yeah. and stuff like that? But do you believe it's just a normal person, and then suddenly they're possessed? I think it's like I think it is kind of like how they've been portray- portrayed before in movies, yeah. where the influence sometimes grows. Oh, yeah. It starts perhaps 
with like weird Subtle signs things. of personality change. And yes, I'm sure uh, the scientific world would probably look at it and go, okay, they're suffering from maybe bipolar yeah. or some health personality issue. mental uh, health issue, yeah. yeah, disorder. Yeah, and I understand that too. And I'm not saying that's not the case. Yeah, but I think that there are exceptions, and uh, I think you would. I don't know. I feel like you would know. Yeah, I feel like when you look at that person in the eyes and you hear them speak to you or the way they behave, I think you would know. And I think it would send shivers down your spine and you wouldn't even so know why. So you reckon why. you'd be able to tell the difference between someone with a mental health issue and someone who's just possessed? I, I feel like I would, but that's okay, that's yeah. from a place of not knowing. Yeah, okay. Like I would obviously have to be like literally walked from one room yeah. to another room and shown two examples. And they say, yeah, okay, okay, this person has extreme, uh, you know, schizophrenic disorder. They have about yeah. 87 different personalities. One of them is going to come across like a, a very dark entity. Yeah. And okay. I'll be like, oh, Jesus. You know, and they'll be like, yeah, this per- they slip into that about now every day and then they show you and you're like oh my god so not as far as like a split personality you think is something else that's my feeling on it yes yeah okay interesting I feel like there's a a clear difference you feel it when you go in the room with them yeah oh okay like you you actually you can't explain it you just go in and you're like okay there's something not right here something else is going on that is scary yeah I think so how about Um, you mate well, the reason I ask is because a client of mine, he works in the mental health industry. Yes. And at a psych ward, actually. Okay. <clears throat> and he was telling me the other day, he doesn't listen to the show, but I did ask permission to talk about okay, it. I'm not yeah. going to mention any names no, or, anything, no, course, or, yeah. or locations. But yeah, <clears throat> he said to me the other day that he's been doing this. Um, so he's like a, a carer, but he's like... Uh, chief carer like he's in charge sort of thing right and he was telling me the other day that a client that they've they've taken on board who's been there for about two weeks a lady he said it's like she's possessed he goes right there's no history of drugs there is history of mental illness right um, from her mum's side and her dad's side okay but he goes it's so intense that I can't handle it, and he's been like, he's been doing this for years and years and years. Right. Even his colleagues have come in and cu- don't have an answer. Like the only thing they sadly the only thing they can seem to do is to over medicate her, like really just, just you know uh, like legally, like as, as much yeah, as yeah, they can. Yeah. They give it all to her, you know, just yeah. everything. Yeah. Because otherwise, I won't I won't do the level of noise no, that no, she no, does no. that no. he demonstrated. Because I'll wake one of my kids up, but. It's like full-on guttural, like screaming, like and talking in tongues, talking in different voices that yeah. you, that aren't. You can't um, understand what each word is. Kind of like the crazy old man, almost. Yeah, crazy naked old man. Yeah, but, but in a very. And she's. Uh, he said she's probably about thirty-five. Wow. But deep, deep guttural. So it's completely alien from the person she looks like she is. Um, so what yeah, they hear ex- and the way she behaves yeah, is yeah. at odds with But he how- said she's the she's the um, the stereotypical what you'd see on a movie like shaggy hair, right. pale, um, you know, there's obviously she, he said there's been a bit of um, self-harm and stuff like that unfortunately. But like really like his office is next to her room because he wanted to be close to her. Right. He said but suddenly she'll be quiet. Then like a blood curdling scream and everyone will run in there, and she's just sitting there staring, but talking in this deep guttural road. Like, yeah. And he said, and it, it goes, it's so unnerving that yeah. I've, I've moved her away yeah. from the office. 
and he goes, I'm having nightmares. I, I know, he goes, the hardest thing is, is that I don't know how to help her. He goes, she's the only one out of the history of he's been doing this job. She's the only one where he's just lost. He's just got no idea. And like I said, he's got colleagues involved in stuff as well. Well, and they got no idea. Uh, not that I'm saying this is the explanation, but I guess that's where I would say, okay, so you've got someone who has extensive experience in that field. Yeah. You've got a bunch of other people. And they're all scratching their heads. And they're yeah. all scratching. And that's where I would be. I would be as a family because I yeah. think with an exorcism, you would have to have permission yeah. from everybody in that family or there. To go um, down that path. Yeah. yeah, next of kin or the irresponsible person that signs off on anything yeah. to go down that path. But that would be something that I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if that became something they looked at. I'd be curious what her eyes look like. <laughs> yeah, he didn't say anything. In the about midst that. of she, those except, staring. Except for, yeah, he, he said she often just stares while she's talking, you know. But um, but he said, yeah, she she's not um, doesn't try to hurt anybody, but yeah. she's very <clears throat> um, like what's the word like um, thrashing and stuff like that herself, um, and like tries to pinch herself and like hugs herself really tight and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, and then. They'll sedate her and she'll be okay, like, you know, sort of comatose almost for four or five hours. <clears throat> and then when she first comes out of it, yep. she um, talks okay and interacts okay for a little while. Yep. And then suddenly she'll just stare at you and just scream, like scream the house down. So it's really unnerving for everyone being around her because no one's experienced anything like this before, you know? Which is, inc- I find it incredibly sad, you know, it's, so it's- the whole thing. But also, somewhere, as well. somewhere under all that, <coughs> under all that, uh, I guess damage, yeah, psychological damage and and emotional trauma, yeah. There's obviously a person who's really, yeah, I guess needs help. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, they've just got they got no idea. They got they can't they can't even label it. They can't, they yeah, can't they even can't say, say oh, this. You know, it's it's sort of a, a weird mix of everything. But so unpredictable as well. Like just yeah, just yeah. So I guess I, I really... yeah. Like that's the thing. If that was me, if I was a family member in that situation, and uh, it was happening to someone that I had some responsibility for, yeah, you start I, thinking. I, I guess I would be looking at all avenues. Yeah. Because it would make it would make you incredibly unhappy to see them you, you suffering. A, you get to a point where you'd be desperate. Like even me as not a religious person. That's right. Would start thinking, is it You'd still looked down like that? that? Maybe surely. we need to go down that. It'd be like you know, if one of my kids was sick, I would look at natural therapy and stuff like that as well. You know, yeah. anything and everything to try and sort of go, what? How can we make this better? Do but you yeah. think that this is probably a bit of a, a negative qu- question, and I don't mean it in any way other than just maybe not knowing? But do you think there's a cure? There is a way to repair people with complete psychosis. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Completely I don't think in this day lost to psychosis. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Like because, the wiring's all yeah, just you know, gone. So and... jammed. But I wonder, like he didn't say, and no, maybe he didn't know, but I wonder if she's always been this way since birth or has it been a slow... Has it been an event that triggered it? Or, or, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Has it been something traumatic that's happened to her and she's you know gone so inward and just so horrified? Oh, that was the other thing I meant to yeah. say as well. They actually tried um, hypnotherapy. Yes. And it's been worse since then. So they took her back. That's it. Yeah, sorry. They took her back to see what it was, see if there was something. And since then, it's been a whole lot worse. So there obviously was something. Yeah, sorry. There obviously was something. I don't know what that thing was. But obviously something that bad that sent her over the edge, you know, which is, which is scary shit. Well, 
I'm sure I speak on behalf of the whole Fly on the, pod, uh, Fly on the Wall podcast family. And we, uh, we say hopefully they can work something out that, uh, yeah, is yeah. successful. In or even signs a movie deal or something. No, yeah. <laughs> no, not to make light of it, but it, you know, it's, when uh, I think I've got to keep things, you know, a bit of a lid on it. Nah, scary stuff. And like I yeah. said, I, I do. It makes me sad. It makes me think, Jesus, like, so lost. You know, so lost. Is there is is there ever going to be any hope for this poor girl? And what a life, you know, that's <clears throat> her life now. Yeah. So yeah. <sighs> on that note, <laughs> on that note, we're doing the asylum as a. Uh, uh, yeah, so we will be doing the asylum as a thriller. Um, we're not going to be doing any chapters today or anything. No, that no, will no. start as of next week. Um, I'll just do a little ad, and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about asylum. Okay. Hello, friends of Fly on the Wall podcast. This is your post-apocalyptic photographer with a special transmission from the atomic desert. If you want to find out what the world will be like after it goes nuclear. Check out my website, andrewhall.com forward slash atomic and check me out on Twitter at Atomic Desert and keep listening to Fly on the Wall podcast. Asylum. Okay, so uh, so we're just batting a few ideas then actually because that's how impromptu that's um, Asylum and our sagas are. Um, so the basic premise of the of the new saga asylum is that Warren and I but it's not Warren and I it's going to be two it's going to be us talking but it's going to be two different characters yes um we wake up in a padded room a padded cell yep in straight jackets yep on meat hooks yep yep and then we go yeah, from personally there. <laughs> we we just talked about uh a setting and everything yeah you didn't just say that did you no no I don't know if we, we say any of that. I don't think we say too much now. No. Yeah, I no. think it's kind of like, almost like we we don't know. Yeah. So it's going to be, like with the post-Apoch saga, we sort of navigated our way through as we went along. It's going to be similar to that, but there are going to be some, some interesting uh, purposeful twists and turns yes. and even some bizarre like puzzles to try and figure out and like how would we yep. get out of the, the padded cell, for example, and all that kind of stuff. And that strange could make it, characters. Very strange characters. Haunting characters. Yeah. And the time period will be 1953. Yep. Post-war. Yep. Uh, but we won't say where just no, yet. No, no yeah. not just okay. yet. Okay, yep. yep, cool. So yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah, I like it. Good. So if you've got any ideas, again with the email, Warren. Is the Fly on the Wall Podcast 11 at gmail.com. The Instagram is Fly on the Wall Podcast with an underscore between each of those words. And on Twitter, it's at Fly on the Wall P O One. Yeah, so send us your ideas. Hello. Um, we've <laughs> We've always got plenty of ideas, of course, but um, yeah, it's always nice when the, the audience gets involved Get and involved, we yeah. bounce off your stuff as well, not That's in it. a sexy way. Um, right. I had one thing to mention. Oh, yeah. That I was, uh, that I, <laughs> Twitter, of course, uh, little videos that pop up every now and again. Oh, yeah, cool. This one just made me scratch my head and wonder why people would decide to do this kind of thing yep. to themselves. So you've heard of self-flagellation. Oh yeah, yeah, like whipping themselves. Yeah, yeah, right. okay, as some yeah. kind of weird, yep. old form of punishment. Like yeah, like the flagellants used to do, used to walk around caning and whipping That's themselves right. because they didn't think them they were worthy. Exactly. Yeah. In the eyes so of God. So I don't know if it's that kind of angle. Yeah. Or if it's perhaps a let's as an example, why would someone use their 
head to break, you know, ten bricks. Yeah, stacked up on or a, a watermelon, for example. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Why would anyone do that to <laughs> themselves, Luke? Um, but but this was a brief video of some. Uh, look, I'm, I don't actually know which country it was from. I, yeah. It could have been China, but it could have been Korea. It could have been yeah. somewhere like that. Um, and they were dressed up in martial arts gear. Okay, yeah. And they were taking a hell of a punishment to the nuts. Oh, God. Yeah, so, so what's I, that all about? I don't know. What is that all so about? So they're literally, they're standing there uh, and they're doing, so there'd be all these different versions of it. So one of it is someone else kicking them Jesus. in the groin yep. over and over and over. My and God. all they do is brace themselves. And then get kicked in the nuts. See, and people pay money for that as well. You know that people pay like dominatrixes and stuff. I get that, right? No, I don't and get it. I can get kicked in the nuts as, and I don't, I don't understand. No, I don't understand. That. I put on a post on Instagram about CBT a little while ago. Yeah. Cock and bull torture. Have we talked about this already? I feel like I've, maybe no, I've just talked... No, I think you just bring up CBT. I've spoken a lot. to a few people about it because I find it. It sounds weird that I bring it up, yeah. but it, but it. I just don't. I don't understand it at all. Like, I think it's... If anything, you should be just... It should be TLC to that kind of area. You know, tender love and care to the nuts. And I can't help but think it's a bit like that whole self-flagellation idea. It's yeah. they don't feel worthy, so they want to feel But surely, pain. surely the... Oh, I don't, yes, that's why I don't understand, because surely I'd, I would imagine that the pain doesn't feel good, but, they're, but you're saying that they probably, in their minds, it does feel good well, to them. I'll, I'll ask you a question, right? Yeah. So in my mind, yep. getting a tattoo hurts. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, good point. Like, it hurts. Point. Yeah. You, on the other hand... I get rock hard when I get... <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, no, you you have some other kind of place that you go to, yeah. and it takes you to a calm and focused place where does, you just yeah. find zen. Yeah, that's true. Getting... That's very true. So very, I very think, true. yes, it takes it to a whole other level. Um, so are you saying I should tattoo my cock and balls? No, no. Maybe just put CBT on there. Yeah. Just above it. Yeah. Or so, I think what you really... The underlying thing you're trying to say is that I should get my cock and balls tattooed, like a portrait, right. on your forehead. On my forehead. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yeah. I don't know how it works let's, that Yeah, way, let's not. Um, yeah, I just, I just don't see... I can understand why someone would want to be tied up to a degree. Yeah. Like a, a couple going away or whatever... And, and getting a bit naughty that way and maybe a bit of a slap and tickle. I can understand, like, torturing someone with a feather. I can understand that. I can understand yeah. that. But kicking someone <laughs> kicking yeah. someone in their nuts... Over and over. Over and over. But this is the thing. So there was, oh. no, there, there was no context to it. So there was no sexual context. It was a martial... They were dressed in they martial They were just arts, like the Shaolin yeah. monks, how they lift up burning hot pots with yes. their forearms and stuff. Yeah, or sit just on the, nails. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. Just to, just to show that... This is what we can mind. take ourselves. Yeah, we can remove ourselves from the See, physical body. I like that. I actually like that. I like. I've always believed that. But a mound, can you imagine the, the, the mind, balls afterwards? I, was good, I said the mounds more powerful than. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do believe the mind is more powerful than the body. Right. I believe that I can. I personally. Yeah. Cannot feel the cold. I personally cannot feel the heat if yeah. I decide to. Like, right. if I start thinking about, it, I go, oh yeah, it's I'll see cold. you in Antarctica. Then. <laughs> yeah. But um, I do, I believe, to a certain degree, and, I don't, and I've yeah. never trained in anything like that. No. But I think to a certain degree, I can, I can withstand pain, right. I can withstand cold and heat and all that kind of yeah. stuff, um, to, a, to a certain level. Yeah. Yeah. But 
that's because I want to and because it's a challenge for me. Yeah. I don't want to challenge myself by getting kicked no, in the nuts no. and go, it didn't even hurt. Well, Do it again. People, Do it again. So there was that one. Then there was like a thing like a, um, I guess it was like a big heavy weighted ball on a rope. Mm. So they're swinging it, hanging it the rear. Oh. Someone else was doing it. Okay. So it would swing around and smack them in the nuts. Then... There was one where it was, I guess it was like a battering ram of sorts. Okay. So it was a big the... uh, cleaned up tree trunk yep. suspended in a in a frame and that was being swung. So like guys, Predator, like the big tree in the, when they set up the trap. Oh, and it swings down. Yeah, but straight into the Predator's Straight nuts. into the nuts. Oh, but he'd Jesus keep taking Christ. it. Like he'd keep racing himself. They'd pull it back, wow. smack it. But now, you know what? These, these um, <laughs> tests and stuff like that. Yeah. You can trace it back to like the um, the Native Americans, for example, yeah. being held up by hooks on their on the skin on their chest inside the teepees and stuff right. like that for hours above fire pits and that kind of thing. It's almost like a a right or a, a or a test of their manhood to show how brave a warrior they they are. So maybe maybe the the monks or whoever they were, maybe that's sort of showing themselves, but maybe they're in the eyes of their god how devoted and how. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how powerful they are or, or, or the opposite. I don't know. Interesting, though. But that brings on the question. Come with so, me while I go grab it. Oh, do you want a coffee, actually? I'll make a bloody coffee. All right, I'll make a bloody I'll, coffee. I'll put the beer bottle down. And no I'll worries. Make a bloody coffee. All right, then. Um, brings oh. into question, right? We're talking about the, uh, the, the, the mindset of these different people that, that uh, are involved in these certain practices. Yeah. Thinking about someone like a... What are they called? The Indian faker. Faker? Is, is that, faker. I think, what it's called. Spelt F-A-K-I-R, I think. Sure. They're, the, they're the people that will often sit uh, cross-legged on a, a bed of nails. Oh, okay. Or suspend themselves as well, or, yeah. Um... What's the mindset, I wonder? Like, even with a martial artist who can break uh, so many bricks with their head... With their head or their hand, yeah. Because if I did it, I'd probably fracture my skull. Yeah. Uh, if you did it with your hand, you'd probably break all the bones in your hand. Yeah. What is it about yeah. the human body that allows them to be able to focus it so much that they can apply enough force to do it without well, breaking their own... But that's what I mean. That's why I 100% believe the mind is more powerful than the, the body. Yeah. 100%. But the more you believe it, the more you'll be able to do it. For example... That's interesting because we used to disagree on that. When we... Yeah. <laughs> but for example, you hear that classic story of the burning car and the mum punches yes. the window to get the baby out. Yeah. That's a real thing. Yes. So, and you or know, lifts a tree off yeah, the air. And you know that you would do that, I would do that. You know, like it's just something that you know because... You're not thinking. Your, no. your conscious mind isn't thinking, oh, it's going to hurt. I can't do it. I can't yeah. punch a window. You just go, baby, smash, and get the baby out. Yeah. It doesn't matter. And sure, after, you might have broken your knuckles, yeah. but at a time, you don't care. You yeah. just, and I, I like that. I actually like that that type of thinking. Yeah. And I there's a guy, I forgot his name. Uh, he's sort of around it. He's sort of doing the rounds at the moment and all the trending stuff, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that sounds really old. Um Hoff, someone? Huff, Will? Oh, I don't know. I'm not sure, mate. But I, he, I'm no help. He climbs up the Andes. Like, he goes into the snowy peaks and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in his board shorts. Okay. That's it. 
And he goes, You, you love that, don't you? I love it. Yeah, because yeah. he goes, You can train your mind to do anything. Right. And the way he started, which I'm not going to do because I like my comforts. Yeah. But he said the way he started. So you talked to up. Train. And then, then you want your boxers <laughs> yeah. on with your balls hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, no, but he trained himself by having a freezing cold shower every morning. Yeah. And just stood there. My just brother did it, that. Just let it happen. My brother you know? did that for a while. Yeah. Which one? I don't say the name. My younger brother. The youngest? Yes. The one. Oh, oh the youngest. The youngest brother. Oh, I thought it was Had a cold shower. Directly under No, no. Oh, okay. I mean, he's hardcore and everything. Yeah. But uh, no, the youngest one had a cold shower every morning. For what reason? To train his mind. Uh, just because that was the wake-up. I just couldn't afford to put the gas on. No, no, that was the wake-up. <laughs> Preferred it. Okay, wow. Yep, stone cold. But no, do say, no warm water at all. They do say an ice-cold uh, glass of water has the same benefit as a, as a coffee to wake right. you up in the morning, you know? Thrown on your face. I'd much <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Sir, Syringed into your ears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, look, uh, given the choice, I'd probably just go for an ice-cold glass of water. But... Yeah. So you said before we used to differ in that opinion, but now do, are you coming round to thinking that that's the case? That no, I used to that? argue that with you. What? And you would say, you'd stop a train. And I'd say you can do anything if you really want to. Do you Did remember? You, oh, I've always thought I was this way. I've always thought I... Oh, that you were this way, that you could do it. I've always you thought... You just doubted that I could do it. <laughs> no, I've always thought that, um, yeah, the mind's more powerful than the body. Did I not think that way? I think I knew somebody different then. Really? Oh, oh, I'm, I'm actually looks... genuinely surprised because I must I've, have been my I've, other friend. I've thought this way for so long. Yeah. What did I used to say then? Used to argue. Well, because I would say you would say so. Yeah, you know, give me some challenge. Yeah. Right. Could you do this? And I say if you wanted to hard enough and wanted to enough. Yes. Oh, I could. Be like, you could do this. Really? And be like, yeah. Oh, what a cockhead! <laughs> well, there you go. So your teachings have finally rubbed off on me, <laughs> and I'm da- starting to doubt myself. After all your negativity, yeah. no, no, just the one. Thanks, mate. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cheers. Um, Not talking about dildos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think I find that stuff fascinating. I think it's like that whole positive thinking, like I said on the podcast yes. recently about if you stub your toe, you're gonna have a shit day. If you like dwell on it, but if you just sort of laugh it off and go, nah, I'll be right. Yeah. It's it's all that thing, and 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 won't go into too much detail. But all the experiences I've had, yeah. the ones that are negative, are the ones that I've often learned the most from. Yes. About myself to go, did I handle that well, or could I have handled it this way? Could I, should I have just been a cooler headed person, or whatever it is? But just yeah, I, just, I find all that that stuff absolutely fascinating. Absolutely. Absolutely yes. fascinating. That is astounding, mate. <laughs> yeah. Astounding product. So. Let's talk movies, Warren. Let's talk movies. Uh, We went and saw 1917. We did. We'll play the the little intro review in a minute, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about what we actually thought of it. Yeah. Um, We won't do it backwards now. But I also went and saw My Spy with my youngest daughter the other day. You're going to review that as well? I think the dude, the main dude, the big must Dave Bautista. Yeah, is he the guy that's in Galaxy? Yes, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. he is that guy. Yes. Yeah, I thought I recognised his voice. Yeah, and he, I think he was... Uh, was he a wrestler or was he like MMA or something? Oh, I'm not sure. I think he was some sort of fighter. I recognised the no-neck sort of okay, yeah. uh, stature. Yeah. But you know what? It was actually pretty good. Oh, like, good I, stuff. I, uh, I was just going to say I wouldn't pay money to go see it, but I did pay money. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I took, I took the youngest daughter. She yep. was keen to see it. And it was, it was violent without being violent. So there was explosions and stuff like that, but there wasn't um, blood and gore and stuff like that. And there was only one bit she got a little bit fearful in. But I guess yeah. it is the school holidays. Yeah, like that's good, right. Good dash of milk for me. Thanks, mate. Is that good? It looks okay at the moment. Not more? 
No, no, it looks okay. I'll she like feels a lot weaker than me these days. <laughs> well, we used to like an the emphasis, same thing. Like, emphasis on we the We used weaker. to like the same thing. Yeah. But you know what I find? But I grew up. I find an, an ice cold glass of water has the same effect on me as a coffee. Yeah. So. I like a good straw. I like it <laughs> black and sweet, just yeah. like I like my men. Uh, <laughs> hot, black and sweet. Um, yeah. Who was the last hot, black and sweet man oh, no, that you had? Too much. Um, Lionel? No, his name was Gustav. Gustav? Yeah. He, um, I don't like talking about him, actually, because he died. Oh, um, sorry, mate. From CBT. Yeah. Ah. It's a rare disease. Was that due to you? or? Cock and balls. <laughs> you want to sit up at the table, do you? I think so, With yeah. the Legos? Uh, with all the Legos, but that's okay. We'll, that's uh, right. Where would, you, where would you like me to sit? <laughs> Directly opposite you. Okay, which is where? Which is right there, mate. Right there. Look at this. It's like a minefield of Lego. Yeah. I love it. So she's okay. Let me just talk. There's quite a lot here too. So she's got a cafe over here. That she's I like built. That. Yeah, it's only nice. six, remember? But she did all this herself. Yeah, I really like it. Cafe. Cafe's beautiful. Um, oh, that was the. Oh, hairdressers. Right. Prison. The vet. I, I like that. There's the a prison. Main house. A smaller sort of park house thing. Another house over here. Yep. I like the cars that she made. Look at this yeah, one. Yeah, it looks propeller. amphibious. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, and then over here, you've got Santa's house with right. the elves. You've got the North Pole, that's all the ice and stuff with the white bricks. Yep. And over here you've got the beach. Excellent. So you've got two holiday destinations over here. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. It's pretty epic actually. Yeah, and I said, like, six year old scale. Where's the pirates and stuff? And she goes, no, oh yeah, and there, there's an alien. I wondered, space I did see that one there. I was my influence was on that. But, right. yeah, <laughs> I was keen to have pirates. That was your project. Ransacking and killing everyone, but <laughs> she wasn't up for it. No. So how are you, Warren? I'm good, mate. Is this the counselling session? Yeah, then? this feels like counselling, doesn't it? Over okay. a massive nice table. Cool. Actually, this would be great if you were a counsel. If I was a counselor, yeah, just people to do Lego. Just yeah. have it. You know how people colour in, do colouring books yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Or people have like puppies that they can pat, yeah, um, to make themselves feel good and stuff or relaxed. Yeah. I'd have a massive pile of Lego. What if this was my trigger? Well, that's yeah. Good. Well, I can't find. I can't find episode. the two piece. Where's the yeah. two piece? The flat. No, I need like, a flat. Why would you red do this to me? Two piece. Why would you do this to me, Doctor? You've, you've really brought on all my anxieties. Actually, someone we used to know in a former life, I did admire the way she put Lego together because okay. she was everything had to be symmetrical, everything had to be perfect. Oh. I did that was the only thing I admired about. Okay, her. but it was <laughs> Lego. it was yeah, she was good at Lego. Okay, yeah, that's yep. a very interesting point that you just made there. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, okay, um, yes, 1917. Well, let's play. Um, let's, the, the we'll we'll stop this and we'll play the first segment that Warren and I actually recorded on the way to see the movie the other night. Okay. Folks, this is Bob Tilton. I've been listening to the podcast. I think you'll probably like it. Being 87 years old, if I can listen to it and enjoy it, I'm sure you can. You'll have to hold that big fella. Yeah, all right. we're on. Oh, we're on. We're on, mate. Hi, everybody. Do you want to tell the fuckers at home what we're doing? Okay, well, we're just off to... <laughs> we're very excited. Hi, fuckers at home. <laughs> Woo, Friday night. We're <laughs> off the leash. This is a first. This is another first for the yes. Fly on the Wall podcast team. Yeah, uh, we, we are heading oh, off... <laughs> we are heading off to Zimufis to watch a new movie called 1917 by yeah. Sam Mendes... Oh, okay, yeah. Who actually directed Skyfall? Oh yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, yeah which was a that. great, uh, you know, great 
injection into the Bond series. Uh, so yeah, we're off to see it, and, and by all accounts, it's it's pretty amazing. So it's actually yeah, it's Friday night, and it's the eve of our birthday. Indeed. So we Indeed. thought we'd go and have a spot of food together, a romantic dinner. Yeah, and then go see a movie and hold hands together while we watch it. Um, as long as it's together, mate, I'm happy. I for one have been looking forward to this movie for quite a while. Um, I like war movies, full stop. But yes. the fact that it's a World War One war movie has got has really peaked. Got my your interest. juices flowing. Has Definitely it? got me tingling. Yeah, that's for <laughs> that's sure. <good. laughs> I actually, um, I probably hadn't seen much of it. I think I'd seen like a teaser uh, trailer online. Okay. And it had the that title where it kind of comes in over the scene of him running. Yeah, he's just running. Yeah, yeah. and there's the explosions going off around. At first, thought I thought it was like World War One, Forrest Gump. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> run far. A personal it? story of this guy who can just run really quickly. Yeah. You're like Gallipoli. Um, so we're recording this on a Friday night. Yeah, as a little pre-movie chat. Yeah, but it's going to be in the Monday night episode. You're um, just confusing me yeah. and everybody else, mate. <laughs> I think I'm saying it out loud. Because so. it is Monday that when it's there. <laughs> yeah. and, if, and they might be listening next Wednesday. Yeah, so, you right. know. I think I'm saying it out mess. loud to try and understand it myself. <laughs> there's, there's none to be had, mate. So this there's is no back to the future, basically, it, isn't it? The future? Because yeah. <laughs> um, you're getting younger as you say it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So we're going to be uh, big 4-1 tomorrow. Indeed. Indeed um, we are. Any final thoughts on your life? <laughs> Uh, not really. I've I've had a good fortieth year. It's been a bit hectic, but uh, uh, it's the 40, uh, This is your. It's been your forty-first year. Well, that, okay, all yeah. right, okay. Thanks for complicating matters. It's all right. Now I'm confused. Yeah. What day is it? So it's Thursday, and we're recording right. on a Friday. So we're tying we're up our forty this yesterday. <laughs> we're tying up our forty-first year on this planet. Yeah. Uh, and things are good. Yeah. Things are good. Yeah, I can't complain. Yeah, so could, looking forward to the next 40. Time. But uh, as my son kindly said to me last night, I've probably got, you know, a little bit left in me. <laughs> Another four or five years at least. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I said. He, he laughed because he just really... And I said, oh, yeah, probably another 20. He goes, yeah, but that's not as much as, as par. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel, um, yeah. as you get older, because this is a common thing older people say, do you feel yeah. more mortal? As you get older, like feel more like oh, I, wow. feel, I feel more immortal. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. Me too. No, I definitely. Who wants to live forever, forever young? I want to be. No, I am. Yeah. Um, I am really punching home the yeah. fact that um, I'll never grow up. I'm right. Always, I'm going to get older and fall apart. You're going to sit there in a wheelchair. Saying that same mantra, yeah, yeah, that's right. To yeah. the nurse is wiping your you know ass. Why? Because my my. <laughs> I'll never grow up. Someone, someone old. Yeah. Oh, hang on. What was her name? Do you know that old French woman who was an artist in Melbourne? She's quite ugly, but really quite a character. Anyway, <laughs> she said, as soon as you start growing up, right. you, you start to die. Okay. So okay, never grow up. So you're just going to keep. You'll on. never die like Kirk Douglas. That's it. That's <laughs> right. He must have stayed quite young. Yeah, that's right. He still feels like a Spartan. No, think, sorry, he was never. Was he a Spartan? He was. Uh, yeah, he would have been. He was Spartacus. Spartacus. Yeah, okay, that's right. I'm being yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. No, which is Sparta. No idea. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> so, showing anyway, my vintage movies knowledge. We're gonna. Uh, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna go see this movie. We are. And then after the movie, we're gonna do a bit of a review on the movie. Yes. So it will be a spoiler, you know, thing. So. What uh, do you know about it so far? I know it's a World War One movie. Excellent. And now I know it's directed by Sam Mendes. Okay. I'll tell you another little fact. Okay, yeah. And that's about it. Oh, actually, I know, it, I know oh, a couple of little things. One thing I need to know, is yep. it based on actual events? Well, I think that the events around 
them, the main characters, yeah. are real events. So the bad but I think the whole getting the, the letter. No, to... I don't think so. Oh, I, I okay. feel like it's it's a a vehicle to get the viewer in. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and to experience a much wider battlefield, but on a personal story kind of level. Yeah. I think I, I could be completely wrong. So we'll wait and see what but we World see. World War One did actually happen. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Look, uh, from all accounts, yeah. it took place. It's not a conspiracy theory, um, <laughs> and, you know, mainly because the sequel was so good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and not forgetting the uh, the what unmade. Would you, what would you call the Cold War? Well, it's the oh That's well, it's not quite a sequel. That was like uh, Captain America. Um, 2.0. Civil War, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like Avengers 2.5. You know, they haven't quite got there yeah. to make a full sequel, but they've done the TV series, they've done the, the larger movie. That's right, the yeah. video game. Yeah, they've got all the characters, but they haven't quite gone for the full title. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I do know about this movie as well is that it's actually been shot to appear as if it's one continuous shot. Oh. I like that. Yeah, which is which it's is not why they do that running thing, I suppose. Yeah, okay. so it's not. It's yeah. it's there's probably a few edits. I think they're cleverly done though. Yeah, to make it appear as if it's all wow that you're just following shot. them completely yep, the whole time. Like, um, remember that Johnny Depp movie where it was um, meant to be like the whole length of the movie. Yeah, was the length of what was actually happening. It was like an hour and a half movie. Movie. Okay, and, and it, was it was set sort of in real time. Yeah, real time. That's what okay. you call it. Yeah. Uh, so no, a, I don't oh, know about okay, that one. Okay. I know of a few movies that have done long tracking shots. Right. Uh, and even Sam Mendes's uh, last, the Spectre James Bond movie, there was a long oh, he tracking did that one shot well, did he? at the start. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he directed that one as well. Oh, okay. Um, and it had that very long uh, tracking shot at the start, set in, oh. during the Day of the Dead. Oh Festival. yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, that was all one shot. Well, you had the appearance of one shot. That's cool. That's cool. So I'm guessing long segments of it were yeah. one shot. What's the what's the benefit of a long shot? Like, what's the point of that? I think it doesn't allow you to come out of the story. I think it ah, it, okay. it brings you in and then yeah. it keeps you in. It keeps you there. Yeah. Because you're you're. Um, I guess when you think about a normal show or a normal multi-camera shot, yep. it's very much, it's shot like it's a very composed thing. Okay. It, yeah. it goes to this person's face and it goes to this person's yeah, face, yeah. flicks away, looks at a wider scene, whereas this is all seen from their perspective. Right. It, okay. I don't think it leaves them because that would mean they'd have to cut. So when they're I'm talking through. to each other, then it won't do that cut thing from no, face to face. No, I don't think so. The camera will I be... think it's, oh, it's wow. moving around them the whole time. Oh. So I'm interested to see how that works. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, because I was quite fascinated to learn that. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, as you brought up, I don't know about the story itself being uh, true, but it's. I think they're sent on a perilous mission yeah. to warn a battalion of men not to attack a German yeah, line it's like a, because um, they're a, ready a for trap, them. basically. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, but his uh, <laughs> one of them has a brother in that that battalion so it's a personal uh, thing that they need to achieve it I don't think they're particularly elite soldiers or anything but they're very very fast so it's similar to Gallipoli because you remember yeah um, there's I think it's probably um, harks back to several they were runners they were were, um, what do you call them messengers you know what I mean running back and forth between the lines um yeah, well, and so as far as I know, that's pretty much that's it. Yeah, okay. it's like Saving Private Ryan. Essentially, was they get together a ragtag unit to go and fetch yeah. Private yeah. Ryan, yeah, because the rest of his his brothers have been killed. So yeah, I like it. But it's on this huge backdrop. So yeah. I, I think that's definitely a good idea. I like that personal perspective, but in a, a huge setting. That's yeah, cool. 
Um, yeah, so really looking I'm forward excited, to it. I'm excited, I'm excited, but first I'm going to eat a big bowl of calamari, I reckon. And oh, a, that's what you're looking forward to, is it? Yeah. Sounds good, mate. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds good. Um, Sounds all right, great. well, yeah, we'll sign off now, and right. uh, we'll come back in after we've watched the movie and let you know all about it. Okay, you jealous bastards. Yeah. See you soon. Fuck you. <laughs> it's the Fly on the Wall motherfucking podcast. You're listening to Fly on the Wall Podcast with me, Luke, and big movie seeing Waz. Uh, now, Friday night, the eve of our birthday, we went and saw um, 1917, which you just heard our little intro to that. Uh, now we'll do the second. We had done a second part, but we, we warbled, uh, Warren's word, warbled on or waffled on um, too much. So we won't do that this I, time. I think it was also the... the the way we felt maybe afterwards yeah a little bit maybe a little bit not weary but like it's a heavy movie yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. I think maybe that affected how it kind of came across yeah that's right I so, wonder if I can I might set this up prop it up a bit Lego no worries so it's in the middle there sounds good yeah look at that eh oh perfection it's um, just a barber shop so yeah so I actually so it's kind of good actually that we're doing it again because I t- this afternoon I watched um, a part show of making of the movie oh great um, I couldn't find the full making of it but this one bit talked exactly about the long shot thing mm. that you told me about um, which is brilliant which is which is well so that is the movie the guy that did it got um, has had oh, I can't remember the movies now that he's done the um, cinematographer yeah. he has won awards like Oscars for doing that kind yeah. of stuff um, and yeah, very and as you said, very clever editing in there. Yeah, like when you know the bit. We won't give too much away, no. I don't think. But when he jumps off the bridge, yes, there's an edit there because yeah. they show him jump, and you can kind of kind of see that it's a bit jolted. But, but then he's hitting the water, yeah. and it was really good. So so I recommend to you, Warren, looking that up because I think you'll find it fascinating. Okay. The uh, the long shot thing they talk about, and oh, you know the bit. So it's on the trailer when he's running across the yes. battlefield yeah, and yeah, everyone's yeah. running out. I read about that. You know, he bangs into yeah. the dude. Absolutely, yeah. yes. like, wasn't meant to Twice. happen. Yeah, but just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> I actually really admired that because it... So you could see the camera kind of went away from him a little bit mm. and he picked up speed after he got up. Yeah, that's because right. Because you could see that there was an effort to kind of maintain yeah. the pace of the shot. But even the extra that b- bounced off him. Yeah. You saw him in the background sort of look around and, and sort of put his arms up. And now I'm wondering, was he sort of going, oh, do we keep going? Yeah. Like, and he just got up and started running yeah. again because obviously no one said cut. Well, because think of the scale of the shot. Yeah, that's There right. were hundreds yeah. of soldiers, yeah. explosions. Yeah. So I reckon once they shot it, they yeah. were like, you know what, that was great. Yeah, just don't yeah. worry about it. And seeing seeing them running down the um, the trenches, yeah, you, there was an actual guy in front of them running yeah. Yeah. as well with a camera over his shoulder. Yeah. And I thought, and it's so smooth though. And some of the actual the technology of the cameras, yeah. because you know it's not it's not really bumpy. Nah. like you might see a little bit every now and then, but they've got some. Oh, I can't even explain Mate, it. That's what they used in Aliens. They've got some weird balancing thing. That's what they used in Aliens. Oh, did they for the guns? Oh yeah, yeah, they did. They did yeah. too. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's like a that. weird counterbalance thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a steady arm. Yeah, that's that's really what they cool. use because of the weight of the weapon. I need that for my. So in aliens, <laughs> that's exactly what they use ah, okay. for those for those steady guns. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, there you go. Um, yeah, Pretty cool so, though, so isn't so it? And they, uh, use, uh, they use drones. They use cables. Yeah, yep, yep. They use and cars and yeah, dolly all the old old-fashioned ways yep. as well. But yeah, no, it was it only goes for about maybe twelve minutes. This little. Yeah, I'm, Mi- I'm going to have a look. Mini doco thing. I will have a look. Um, but yeah, anyway, so what did you think of... Ni- well, I think we can probably tell, but what did I you think, think of 1917? I actually think I have 
I mean, I really enjoyed it anyway. I think we both gave it four and a half stars out of five. Definitely, yeah. Uh, and I have been reflecting on it like over the days since yeah, as me well. too. Mm. And little parts have come back to me and I thought, yeah, I really like that aspect. Yeah. And uh, the aesthetic of it. Yeah. The feel of it. The mood of it was great. I yeah. Felt. So it was very heavy mood. Yeah. But I liked the lighter moments in there as well. There was a few. You know, just the conversation between getting... the two main characters. That's right. And yeah. I think that was the thing that keep you a little bit more uh, buoyant. Yeah. But um, yeah, and just the way that they were able to piece those seemingly one that track was very shots clever they'll together. be winning something for that yeah I for think sure so. for sure well what they did I think was have preliminary viewings so okay. it could be included in this award season mm. so they weren't quite ready for full release okay yeah. but they because they were able to do some early viewings yeah right they could get into oh, this good. awards yeah, they definitely deserve but it anything. gives it a lot more focus like because it was winning awards before it was released wow wow and so people are probably going hang on what yeah. the yeah, and like so, you said, it's definitely a um, a war drama, isn't it? It's not oh, an yeah. action war movie. It's not anything like that. It's action in it, when and the action bits are really good. But yeah, it's a. Re- I find I just found it a really heavy personal journey. Yeah, you know, of, of these two chapters. I did who, compare it to Dunkirk at the time, but I think the main reason I did that was more. Because the enemy isn't the feature. Yeah. The enemy isn't there. That's right. Like yeah. you don't really have. They're a shadowy a perspective. Yeah. They they That's really right. are a, a faceless enemy. Yeah. They're, they're just fighting if they see them. Yeah. Um, the moments they have popped up in the movie were great. Yeah. Um, and I like that weird. There was like uncertainty. Yeah. Um, where they did show their face, or well, not show their face literally. But they didn't yeah, always they shoot did. first. Didn't no, they? there was sort of this like, sort of oh, moment. Oh, of, oh, hang on. What, I need. I'm, I'm in a war here. Something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I like that. I like that they, they don't make the enemy some malicious, nasty, nasty twisted ass. Because I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. um, particularly in the First World War, where yeah. you didn't have the Nazis, yeah. that it's the German people. Like, they're fighting a war for beliefs of their own. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And so they believe they're in the right. They think they're the good guys. Yeah. yeah. And um, and the English, in, in this case, think they're in the right. Yeah. And so I like that there Which was we no... we were, so... <laughs> Oh yes, um, but yeah, it, it doesn't kind of point any fingers. It's just a very personal journey. Yeah, for these uh, these two particular. I, I absolutely loved it from from the moment it started to the moment it ended. I was just captivated. It was very compelling viewing. Really, really enjoyed it. I I would say, I know early days, but so far it's the best movie I've seen this year. <laughs> That's quite early. What's the date today? January fifteenth. Yeah. So yeah, it is but, early. I did see My Spy, but it beats My Spy hands. <laughs> well, actually, what it's done, uh, just to not... We can go back to 1917 itself. Um, and I've forgotten the, the chap's name. But it has made me interested to see the true story of the Kelly gang. Oh, yeah. Because that chap who... With uh, Charlie Hunnan. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, Hunnan. Hunnan. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Russell Crowe's in it. Russell Crowe, But yeah. the actual guy who's the, the main... Uh, yeah. Lance the, Corporal? Who's the man? Oh, is he Ned? He's actually, I think he's Ned. Oh, he'll be a great Ned. Yeah, so okay. I think he's in it. So I'm okay. actually quite interested because he has... Schofield. Yeah, that, was, that a, was the character's name anyway. Yeah. That's a great name. Schofield. Yeah, it is a good name. I always say Schofield. Oh, Schofield. Schofield. Schofield, Schofield. Yeah, I'm not sure. I like Schofield. Oh, but anyway... Do you say, say schedule or schedule? I say both. I say schedule. I say schedule most <laughs> of the time. Uh, <laughs> Schofield. Um, the, uh, but yeah, that chap I'm quite interested to see because... He looked quite... He had this really haunted look in, the, in yeah, 1917. Yeah. 
I get the feeling he's always got that haunted look about him. That's what I mean. But I liked how, I don't know, it fit. It yeah. fit the role. Yeah. And because he was the soldier that had seen the song, the Battle yeah. of the Song. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he'd, he'd already experienced some quite full-on, yeah. uh, you know, Death bloody, bloody battles. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the other chap had a slightly younger, more yeah, uh, naive. vibrant, naive yeah, yeah. way of looking at life. That's right. I think he needed him for that. I felt like watching it, I was the younger one, the young, funny one, and right. you were the, the stoic, sort of scared-looking <laughs> one. Yeah, but yeah. the hero of the whole show. <laughs> stoic and scared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, thanks for that. Mate. No, it was good. And <coughs> going back to the little doco thing I watched on YouTube as well. Um, so if you're interested, guys... Just type in um, the making of 1917, you'll yep. find it. Um, it's not like the full movie, but it's, yeah. Um, yeah, as you know, I like uh, miniatures and, and terrain and models and stuff yes, like that. Of course. And yep. to figure out the light, remember where they went to that ruined yeah. town at yeah. the end there, where it was all like. Um, well, they made a real focus down of that, though. Brick ruins, yeah. yeah. To figure out the lighting, they made a little scale model with all the broken down terrain and stuff like that. They had these metal arches over the top of it with these little lights that they would roll over and figure out where the lighting, how the lighting was going to affect wow. the shades and stuff like that, where the shadows were and all. So cool. And that's what they ended up doing when they were setting off flares in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And they were well, figuring out how long does the flare last. Yeah. And they were timing it, timing flares. So you could to get work the, out the, the shadows. shadows yeah. or, I, I love thought that, that part was detail. very choreographed. It was. In a great way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it made me think of, because it's Sam Mendes who also directed Skyfall. That's right. And you might recall there was a fight in a in a building. Yeah, at the end. Where there the was lights. a lo- lot of lights. Yeah, that, that was great. Yeah, And and that... Very reminiscent. It was very... Yeah, it was like a ballet almost, but yeah. it was a violent ballet, whereas yeah. this is the flares going off, but it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, no, it's a good point, actually, yeah. Um, and it made me think of that straight yeah, away. Yeah, very similar parallel. Yeah, yeah. But I also read that they actually rehearsed that with him... The actor, yeah. uh, without any buildings. Oh, okay. So they had to measure it all out. Right. So he had to act it without any oh, props, without the buildings, because they oh, had okay. to rehearse it several times. Uh, yeah. Because of these big long tracking shots that they used. Yeah, that's end. right. Rehearsal was up to six hours, like yeah. a time, because for one they're shot. playing out one shot. They didn't exactly. dig. They didn't dig the trenches yes. until they knew exactly yeah. how long they needed to be for each shot. Yeah. So we need yeah. this much of a shot because it's going to take that's us clever. this long to I like walk that. from there to there. I like the I like the planning and attention to details like that, just well, to make it all the more better for the viewer at the end. You know. That's and I think cool. we said it at the time, and this probably haven't touched on yet. The way that that manner of filming made it feel was that we were down in the trench with them. Yeah, very much we so. We followed them and we were with them for that whole journey. We almost felt like, so there's two of them, but you almost feel like you're the third you're soldier the third running soldier. around with them. And I think yeah. that was definitely the idea. Yeah. But it was, uh, and I think part of the reason it, we were a little bit, um, not lacklustre, but yeah, I don't know. Something about source. it was drought out of source. Out of source. <laughs> um, afterwards was because you do feel quite worn yeah because you feel like really lived it um, yeah. with them for a couple of hours and gone on the journey with them so yeah it was great in five locations it was filmed in oh was it really you wouldn't oh, know okay okay that's interesting because yes. when they when they on the doco when they had the big pan out shots and they yeah. show like it was so interesting because you know you're in the trenches with them yeah 
you're thinking, yeah, wow, it's a massive battlefield. Immersive. But yeah. then they, they roll out with the camera on the documentary yeah. and you see there's a road there. Next yeah. to them, there's, there's like a tractor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, it's just like literally in the gutter along yeah. some road. Yeah, you know. <laughs> They've just planned it out to get the shot that they wanted in that moment. Yeah. But yeah, right. like I think we also said attention to the small details was really. Oh, yeah, like you said about the uniforms and all their equipment the and kit. the gear. Yeah, the, the use kit. of the kit was great because yeah, it, 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 it popped up like, it, all throughout. Yeah. They're using parts of their kit yeah. that they're carrying the whole It wasn't time. just an accessory. It actually no. used it and you went, oh, that's what that's for. And yeah, and there was a special tin little, and they the put little the torch and yeah. personal effects in it. Yeah, and the little yeah. vertical torch thing that went as a flashlight on their gun. Yeah, no, um, it was all very cool. Yeah, and then even down to the trench styles because I was reading, of course, about trench warfare this week yeah. Oh, yeah. based on that watching and you remember how the German trenches were concrete yeah um, and the British yeah, more trench like, more like solid bunkers yeah they? With, with, with sandbags mounted on top the, and the British trench was a bit more rough and they ready. were just dirty holes yes <laughs> I've had a few of those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear um, but and I, I think that it was probably well planned out in the fact that the German trenches were often deeper okay they yeah. were often uh, yeah they were often cast concrete yeah they were often a lot stronger and the, you remember how they went down into the uh, dormitory yeah where there was yep. a lot of beds yeah and they said oh this is huge that's that's kind of what it was and they were meters so why meters is that then is that because they were established but did they get there first or something and had time to do all that and then the British rocked up and sort of had to just make do like why there was, was a that? thing called race to the sea which was oh. essentially they started digging in okay because it became obvious that uh, with the the technological advancements of the era yeah but the same so of, tanks and things like that yes okay but yeah. with the same weird straight ahead view on actual warfare oh, the tactics yeah. that they had they didn't line up yeah they realized that they were almost equally matched right so they dug in and were hoping to find a moment where there was a sign of weakness okay. to then exploit yeah so yeah we we can hammer the shit out of this area of the trench yeah and then charge it oh, okay. to take it but but they would yeah. rarely be successful yeah um, so they basically entrenched and then worked their way slowly northwards. Slowly fall. Oh, trying okay. to outflank the other one with trenches. Jesus. So sappers yep. are actually trench builders. Oh, okay. And they would be able to be, they'd be capable of creating so many metres oh, of okay. formed trench per night. Yeah. Because you would only do it in the night. Yeah. Uh, when visibility was a lot lower and yeah, they couldn't you shoot you. Don't, you don't think about all the actual no. trench building because obviously no. they would have been under fire and all sorts of stuff. At if they times, did like in, in the daytime. There was a lot of nighttime construction yeah, and they just be. were like almost parallel racing each other. Jesus. Northwards yeah. to the sea. Wow. And, and you know, trying to get that one up where they could wow. close the gap. Yeah, that's interesting. So it was interesting to see a, a bird's eye picture of oh, yeah. the trenches formed. Too, to get a bit of an idea of how they did it. Okay. So they would often have, and I think we saw it in the movie. So it wasn't where, just one straight line. No, just not like, at all. They and that was the whole reason. The, 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 the lay of the land and stuff as well. So you'd have the communication trenches, which yep. were the the joining trenches. Yeah. And you'd have the front line trench, which was often lightly manned. Okay. But it would have like a token skeleton crew. Yeah. But then your main forces would be in the second and third. Right. And then the distance would vary between maybe 20 metres yeah. to up to 100 metres. Right. And they'd fill it all up with tank traps, barbed wire, yeah. and uh, all other manner of, Scary of ways to stop them. Yeah. But the Germans seem to have a much more heavy-handed approach to the uh, to the construction of the trenches. So okay. actually, the way that they built the pattern yeah. would be that 
one area would cover another one. Okay. So as soon as you enter one and get control of it, you would then have quite a fight to to take the next oh, corner. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. Because they'd have a defensive position that faced it as yep. you came around. So the way that it knotted around... Pretty smart, I suppose. Isn't so it? I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of detail Ingenuity. in Ingenuity. But it just seems to us futile now when yep. you look back in hindsight. Yeah, At the yeah. time, they probably... I guess they just couldn't... Thought it was cutting-edge stuff. Into their nose, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But then, of course, they came up with uh, gas warfare and everything where oh, it yeah. sinks into the depressions that they've dug into the yeah. land yeah. and kills everything in it. But yeah, so I was learning a little bit about or trench scary, warfare. Scary, scary war. I mean, all war scary, but yeah, yeah. trench warfare. Wow. Yeah. Hellish. And oh I God. think it was only through uh, use of combined arms, which yep. is like a new form of uh, fighting, yep. where they would use tanks supported by infantry. Okay. Yeah. But headed off, you, you everything would be packed close together. Yeah. So you'd start off by shelling the enemy, and then you would use your aircraft to then spot and point out weaknesses which oh, you would okay. then exploit yeah. with armour yeah. backed up by infantry by behind infantry, the tanks yeah. Okay, yeah. so you could quickly exploit those areas before they had time to then reinforce yeah. and that's how eventually they were able to gain just the chip upper away hand. Yeah. 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 That, that, that combined they had to use <coughs> all of the forces well, that, that at least sounds um, like they were thinking a bit clearly when they yes. were doing it that way rather than just doing it by the numbers well, that's right. Like the mean, numbers game is just... It's just mad. And that's literally like, what just, it was. Yeah. We that, have more men than them. Yeah, been. that's just insane. Like, just throw men at it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that sort of... That, that beginning of combined arms then uh, showed its head again with the Blitzrieg okay, uh, yeah. tactic that yeah. the, the Nazis and the Germans used in World War II yeah, where totally they used... Cool. Yeah. Navy, Army, Air Force, yeah, yeah. all attacking... In at speed, yeah. like airborne troops, everything to kind of uh, clusterfuck a target that would be pretty and scary. Overwhelm everyone yeah. if you're the one waiting for it all to happen. That's right, and you, you're getting pummeled on all, from all angles. Then yeah, so they definitely uh, they definitely modernised their their battle tactics yeah. as they move forward. But yeah, so great movie. Yeah, was Could a great movie. lot about De- that for a long time. Oh, I definitely uh, <laughs> highly recommend the movie. To uh, I think Mark mentioned he was going to go see. it yeah, I highly um, recommend it, Mark. I yeah, think you'll I reckon if you really enjoy it. If you like war movies, or now I, I mentioned the other day on our dinner date, um, yep. I think <laughs> uh, about war movies, and I said the old movie Midway. Oh yeah, but I saw a poster recently at the cinema. They're, ma- they're making it again. Oh, okay, that's kind of yeah. That's a co- massive coincidence. Yeah, it because is because I haven't it? seen any trailers. But then you and I were talking about old war yeah. movies, and I said Midway. Yeah. Wow, okay. So they're actually remaking the old one? Or well, I don't know if they're remaking it, but they're, they're making doing a movie called Midway. Okay, yep. okay. Yeah, okay. Which, That's you know, I'd be up for seeing. Oh, because for sure, yeah. I think Midway was a, an interesting battle. Yeah. And certainly a, a turning point yeah. in the Pacific War. So it'd be something to check out. When we were talking, and I'll ask you again, because for the sake of the podcast, <laughs> what's your favourite war movie one? <laughs> okay, well, I think we did this, didn't we? And we did. I said yeah. Battle of Britain. Yeah. Because uh, even though I love lots of different war movies, yeah, it's one that I remember as a young chap. Yeah. And there's something very, I don't know, very pure about Nostalgic. it. Nostalgic. Because they made it in 1969, there was actually surviving uh, aircraft. No. Like there was yeah. a lot of there, surviving aircraft. Been, yeah. So they used uh, Misha Smiths, yeah. Junkers. Uh, ME109s for the yep. fighters because the Spanish Air Force still used them. Yeah, wow. So they just repainted them. 20 odd years later. Hired yeah. them. Yeah. And flew them and got all those great shots. Yeah. And they were actually 
legitimate. It is a great. It is a great movie. Yeah, I really and, like it. And uh, and and of course they still had some surviving hurricanes and Spitfires. Yeah, which compare it to today. I mean, look, it's a long time since then as well. So a movie like Dunkirk, yeah. they were flying Spitfires. There were three okay. working Spitfires yep. that they used, and I think one of them is a like a dual cab, so you can get the shots of the pilots and everything. But everything else was probably CGI, was it? Uh, no, no, I think oh, okay. uh, Christopher Nolan makes a real thing of doing a lot of practical stuff. Oh, okay. Um, and model, model work and stuff. Yeah. So, I th- but the three Spitfires were, uh, I think, I'm not sure if they are originals or replicas, but the, the small boat, the one that was the focus in the movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Is that actually original. one oh, of cool. the little boats. Oh, that's nice. I like which that. was beautiful. Um, did they blow it up at the end? <laughs> no, no. I think they probably gave it back it's to the Imagine if owner. they did. Oh, shit. Sorry, <laughs> oh, God. How upsetting would that be? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I love about the Battle of Britain because it, it still has so many elements that see when are I completely factual. When I watched it as a kid, I probably didn't appreciate it as much yeah, because yeah. I was into movie like movies like The Dirty Dozen, yeah, um, so ground troops. You know, yeah, it's not like, as flashy like grunts. Yeah, you know, yeah, digging in and doing the hard yards. Not these like handsome, flashy flyboys in the sky. Yes, um, but watching it as an older bloke, yeah. um, love it. Really appreciate it. Really like it, and and the history of it as well. The actual the, that it's all based on on true accounts and yeah. stuff like that. It, it is it is great. But when we were talking about this is um, something I wanted to bring up. As when we were talking about movies and some of the great war movies, you said Heartbreak Ridge. It wasn't or was. Well, I mentioned meant, meant to make mention of it at the time because I wouldn't say <laughs> like that's just Clint Eastwood training some some kids. Do you know what I was thinking? Of? You know. What? I was thinking of Mel Gibson's one, which is oh, called uh, "We Were Soldiers." No, the one with more recently Andrew Garfield. The, the oh, Battle of uh, Hacksaw um, Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge oh, is okay, the one okay, I was thinking. Okay, of. Yeah, 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 not Heartbreak yeah. Ridge. Because you know what it is. After though? I was thinking Heartbreak <laughs> Ridge, oh, I've watched it since when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, it was I've actually it pretty. Adult, it's going, pretty oh average. Oh my god, it's so bad. It is you know? actually because I think it's the Battle of Panama, which was like a two-day war <laughs> that they yeah. feature in it. Yeah, um, yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> but oh uh, yeah, Hacksaw Ridge. I, I quite liked Hacksaw Ridge, but I then I thought, oh, maybe you meant um, Hamburger Hill as well because no. that's a great Vietnam War movie. But, uh, well, look, yeah. Platoon is is my favourite Vietnam yeah. era movie. Although I do like uh, a lot Full Metal Jacket. See, I, um, I, I do love Fort Born on the Fourth of July. I love Forrest yeah, Gump. Yeah. You know, there's things that have the Vietnam War as part of their yeah. story, but it's not the whole movie. Yeah. And I like them as well. I, I really liked Platoon. I think I've made mention before that was the first like proper gruesome war movie yeah, that Dad made me watch to teach me that war is hell. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I would say I actually preferred, and I loved Full Metal Jacket as well. Yeah. But I, I actually still prefer, and did when I was younger as well, Casualties of War with Michael okay. J. Fox yeah. and Sean Penn. Because that's, again, like like 1917, it's a personal journey. Yeah. You're following these, these couple of characters through a nightmare world, and you see how each develops and what they become and what they don't become and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And to me, I think that, that um, level of, of a human in the face of horror is fascinating to me to see how, how they're going to navigate through it and all that kind of thing. But I'll tell you my uh, one of my other favorite, Warren just pointed at me, guys. My other Very favorite aggressive. war movies, yeah, which I don't think I mentioned the other day. Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> what a part of shit. The Light Horseman. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great. Oh, oh bloody, that's an amazing uh, that's movie. A, that's a, got our guy, Peter in Phelps. Peter Phelps. Yeah. Peter Phelps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
That's actually, and that's a World War One movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, it's it was filmed entirely here. Yep. In uh, South Australia, predominantly. Yep. And it's based on the famous light horse charge of Beersheba. Yeah. Um, Against the Turks. Yeah, and yep. yeah, I just love it. I love the music. Yeah. I love the the atmosphere that it sort of is able to conjure up. And, and it, yeah, in some spots it, it is distinctly Australian. Oh, very Australian. Okay. That's nothing wrong with that. But I don't know, it still works for yeah. me. It's dusty. Gary Sweet's in it as well. <laughs> Gary Sweet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary Sweet. Um, and now I always get confused between Gallipoli and the Light Horseman. Yeah. When the scene when he's got the gun and he finds the wire. Yeah, that's Light Horseman. That's like, and he runs with the. Yeah, yeah. Sh- the He's carrying the Morza. Yeah, and he's getting. Like, shot yeah. at, but he's like, he's found the, co- yeah. uh, the communication. Because they line. need to stop yeah. them from blowing up the wells. That's right. Because yeah. the horses have made the charge. Yeah, it's a great movie. Yeah. And after a few days' march through the desert. Yeah. So yeah. they could flank the town. Yeah. So the danger is that they'll all die of, um, of dehydration. Yeah. So they need to take... That's why they do the charge, because the light horsemen had always been used a bit inadequately by the English. Yeah, okay. Because they never realised their strengths. The potential of it, yeah. They always saw them as mounted infantry. Yeah. Which they are, but they... Sort light, of light cavalry. Ro- light cavalry, yeah. Basically. They'd ride to the battle, yeah. get off... And shoot at the enemy. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in this case, they charged the enemy yeah. like the cavalry. Would. That's right. And they were able to cover the ground without the guns being able to track them the whole way. Down they got under the guns within a very short space of time. Yeah, scary shit. And the charge, the charge, the way they shot the charge, yeah, is uh, is fantastic. Yeah, it's a magnificent bit of movie making. That yeah, charge. it is. We should, um, and that was I think I mentioned it at the time, but that was done by the same director of uh, Quigley Down Under. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I thought you'd like. You know to know what we that. should do one night or one day is yeah. have a movie marathon, yeah. a war movie marathon. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really cool. No like one else YouTube, will do it. Oh, anyone's welcome. Just <laughs> should we work me, through the me wars? You and your dad. Probably. Should we work through the wars? <laughs> um, oh, we could do. Yeah, civil could do. war. Oh yeah, we world war one. Like two from each. Yeah. Yeah, that's a each. long day. Yeah, that's, it is a long day. Yeah. But I quite like the idea of that. There's a lot of wars, look. Or even spread over a, a time, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, we've probably waffled on a lot I again. Think so, but yeah. I think it was a bit more um, succinct tonight. It was a little bit. I like the word. You taught me the word succinct. I did. I think it's a good word. Yeah. yeah. It's better than succinct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. succinct. Um, any final thoughts on episode 39? It's the end of an era. It's the end of the ethical questions, which I've really enjoyed. I've enjoyed the ethical questions. And so too. have our viewers, actually, and listeners. They've uh, you know made a few comments here and there. I think people like the little features. So uh, yeah. I think keeping something similar, yeah. but just changing the overall approach to it just having questions I think it's good yeah I think generally people are stupid so they need to be told this right. is a segment now okay. no. <laughs> I jest I jest no no I actually like the idea of yeah just having questions yeah um, because I was running a little bit dry on ethical questions I think we because we don't have much in the way of ethics no so. <laughs> and I think you, you already understood that I would really come with one ready which yeah. was again the where's, case tonight where's that uh, <laughs> whereas I think I think you could just come up with a question. Yeah. Like, you could yes. be just, what did you have for dinner yes. tonight, Luke? And then bang, we're off, you know, we'll start talking about that. Um, I think maybe the only rule with the questions one yeah. should be that it can't be like that. You yeah. Know, it's yeah. not an easy yeah. question answer. I was just joking. No, I know, but like you said, yeah. very kindly. People are idiots. We need to spell yeah. this out. <laughs> yeah. just they, so they email us, I'd like to know what Warren's favourite colour is. <laughs> Fuck off, idiots. <laughs> People like to know that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, true, true. What yeah. is your favourite colour of interest? Well, I would say blue. 
Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> black and blue, like the bruises I'm going to cause yeah, nice. around your balls. I like my favourite colour is black, and everyone always says, not a colour, it's, it's a shade. shade. I don't care about Actually, that. Actually, I used to say black as well, but you know. And my favourite uh, second colour is red, because it's passion, it's fire. Okay, it's so, time yeah. to go, mate. <laughs> uh, yeah, so next week, guys, we're going to have uh, just questions. Then we're going to have some news of the weird, where we'll be covering all sorts of weird and wonderful things from all over the globe and yes. beyond. Yes, that'll um, be interesting too, because I think we sort of do that a little bit. Yeah. But this is actually a segment. So. Well, it's got to be more succinct, I feel. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to make it a bit more suck inked inked yeah that'd be cool yeah <laughs> um Excellent. and yeah and of course uh, episode 40 we'll see the first episode of the asylum that's it so uh stay cool guys be good to yourselves be good to your goats and be good to your ostrich eggs <laughs> yum i feel like some eggs <laughs>